listens to praise and sweetly speak his holy name and sweetly speak his holy name and sweetly speak his holy name who blesses all your ways from the 
Hello and welcome to worship on Sunday the 27th of September. It's six months since we were last in our building in the Old Kirk in the Sanctuary. And who would have thought on that day on the 22nd of March that we would still be worshipping in this way in, at the end of September. Six months though where we have learned how to to come together, to be together, to enjoy fellowship with one another in new ways and to have discovered new ways of being and doing church together. And so I welcome you into this space and into this moment, whether you've journeyed with us throughout these six months or whether you're joining with us for the first time today, you are very welcome. And I hope and I pray that you send something of God's whisper to you today. This afternoon, we will gather in our sanctuary for the first time in six months. There will be a short service of um, kind of reflection and some worship. And that if you've booked beforehand, then we will welcome you into our sanctuary. Test and protect and contact and trace are all part of it. And so it's more helpful if you book for us, because then that way we have a, already have details of your your name and your contact information if you are going to come along then please make sure you bring a mask with you and wrap up warmly as i said in the video that went out earlier in the week the doors of the church will be open and we want you to feel comfortable and so come wearing layers that you can take off or put on as the temperature dictates we'll continue meeting in this way online on Sundays though for the foreseeable future until we're all able to gather back in church at the normal time on a Sunday morning without any restrictions our online reflections will continue and these will continue to be the main way in which we join together for worship and fellowship and so welcome into this space Welcome into this moment and let's join together in prayer. Father, you draw each of us here into this moment, into this time, into this space. You bring us together. And your word says that where two or three are gathered in your name, that you are with us. And so we thank you for your presence with us this morning. We thank you that as you draw us in to meet with you, you are there, always there, even before we come, for you have invited us into this space. An invitation to come to you, to know you better, to spend time with you, to learn your ways and to follow. For Lord, you who threw the stars into space, you who paints the sunset, you who makes the birds sing, you who blows the fresh wind over us, you who knit us together in our mother's wombs. You know the number of hairs on our heads. You know the thoughts in our hearts. 
You know us intimately. You love us with an everlasting and an always renewing love. Lord, that sets wonder within us. That brings praise out of our mouths. Lord, we thank you. We thank you and we bless you. We praise you for the love that you have bestowed on each one of us, for the call that you have set within our hearts, for the invitation to come. All of which is made possible, Lord, because you took on flesh. You humbled yourself. You left heaven and you came and you walked this earth. Healing, touching, seeing. Bringing life where there was death. Bringing sight where there was blindness. Bringing sound where there was deafness. Bringing dancing where there was lameness. Lord, you transform life. And for that we thank you and we bless you. For you, Lord. It is you who makes this possible. It is you who calls us to come. It is you who walks beside us, transforming our brokenness, bringing new life where there is loss and death. And so, Father, we lay our brokenness before you. We confess the ways in which we have hurt others, hurt ourselves or hurt our relationship with you. We lay down our shame, our guilt, our bitterness. We hand over all these things which make our hearts heavy and make us think that we are unworthy or not good. And Lord, as we hand over these things which try to bind us, which try to weigh us down, which try to squash the life out of us. May we sense your renewal. May we know your forgiveness, not just in our heads, but also in our hearts. May it transform us. May it rise up and overflow from out of us changing us from the inside out. May your grace be the grace that we extend to others, to all whom we meet. Lord, take our brokenness and make us whole. Take our endings and birth new beginnings. 
take our sorrow and transform it into dancing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Over these last few weeks, we've been getting ready for reopening. And here's Kerry with a short story of the week, a short, a short thought. And if you would like to contribute a story of the week, then please get in touch with me. It can be about anything at all, maybe something that's struck you from the past few weeks as we've talked about prayer, or it might be some news that you want to share. It might be just something that's come to you as you've been going about your daily life. It might be some encouragement that you want to share with others during these days, but please get in touch. Just make a short video, maybe about four or five minutes long, and send it to me or email me and I'll give you the, the, the ways in which to send it. Here's Kerry. Hi everyone. So this week we have commenced cleaning um, the deep clean of the church um, to get everything ready for the opening. Um, it's uh, quite hard work, um, but the volunteers have been absolutely spectacular um, in getting everything ready. And I'm sure that you'll agree that the place looks absolutely amazing. As we are gathered, Jesus is here. One with each other, Jesus is here. Joined by the Spirit, washed in the blood. Part of the body, the Church of God. As we are gathered, Jesus is here, one with each other, Jesus is here. Thank you, Kerry. I don't know about you, but this week has been quite hard. The news that cases are rising again, the tightening of restrictions, the thought that these restrictions might yet get even tighter still, and the dawning realization that we're looking at least, we're looking forward, as we look forward, we're, we're expecting at least another six months of this uncertainty. This virus isn't going away. Couple that with the struggles that I know many of you are facing just now. Cancelled holidays, health worries, your own, and worries about loved ones. Bereavements, worries about job security, worries about food shortages or medicine shortages, particularly as we head towards the end of the year and Brexit, probably a no-deal Brexit, becomes a reality. Those are heavy burdens which we're all carrying. And it's been six months, six months of uncertainty, six months of worry, six months for some of us of isolation and loneliness, six months of unrelentless change and adapting and finding new ways of doing everything. Even if we didn't set off at a sprint pace in March, accepting that this was more of a marathon, we're tired. Because even although 
It's a marathon, our reserves are emptying, our energy is flagging and our spirits are failing. Because it's a marathon unlike any other. It's one where there seems to be no end in sight. I enjoy my hill walking, and as many of you know, and I remember last year climbing Ben Vane, and it's almost kind of, you would get over each rise, and you think, oh, not another one, as you had to go up another one, all these false summits. But actually, this isn't even like that, because there I knew that there would be an end, there would be a summit, I would find, I would finally come over the last, climb up the last summit and find the cairn. This time, I'm not so sure. I'm just not feeling that we're getting anywhere near the end of this. And it's a bit of a slog, isn't it? Let's hear what God's word says to us in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. The reading today is from Matthew, chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. That time Jesus said, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, I thank you because you have shown to the unlearned what you have hidden from the wise and learned. Yes, Father, this is how you wanted it to happen. My Father has given me all things. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all of you are tired from carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and put it on you, and learn from me because I am gentle and humble in spirit, and you will find rest. For the yoke I will give you is easy, and the load I will put on you is light. Thank you, Ruth. On Facebook this week, I saw a really encouraging post uh, from a doctor, I suspect she was perhaps a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, which said that at the six month phase, or the six month stage in any crisis, it's completely normal to feel weary and to feel as though you are running out of steam. Even the strongest among us will feel that. It's the equivalent of what runners and other sports people call the wall. That point in any race or any long distance trek where energy is low, where the journey ahead just seems too long, the end too far away and doubts begin to creep in about our ability to keep on going. And that's when you know the end is coming. Whereas at the moment, as the season changes again from summer into autumn and we look ahead into that dark, long, wintry tunnel, many of us are wondering how we are going to keep on going how we might find the strength to get through that. We can find comfort though, perhaps, in the sense and the knowledge that we've adapted before. If you think about it as the seasons changed at the beginning of this year from winter into spring, many of us were finding new ways of doing things. We learned new skills, how to order shopping online, how to use Zoom, how to slow down, how to get Facebook on our phones, how to send emails and video messages. And so we will, as summer now becomes autumn, be able to adapt again. 
according to that doctor. We can also learn to be gentle to ourselves. When we are feeling tired, when we're feeling weary, perhaps we need to not make so many demands on ourselves and expect so much of ourselves. Maybe now is the time to clear away the more challenging projects and just to simply read a novel or do a jigsaw. She called it giving ourselves short leave. Permission to have a rest. She called it short leave and it's that sense of short mental escapes which offer distance from the everyday struggles of life that all of us are facing just now. That was such good advice. It was advice that I really got quite a lot out of this sense of short leave, of allow, of giving yourself permission to, ha to give yourself a holiday in your day, even if it's just for an hour, to go and do something that refreshes you and replenishes your energy. In our reading from Matthew's Gospel today, which Ruth read for us, Jesus doesn't give out advice. Instead, Jesus offers an invitation. He doesn't say, go and do this and you'll feel better. He says, come, come to me, let me help you. Jesus offers those of us who are weary and burdened an invitation. Come to me, he says, and I will give you rest. What a beautiful invitation. So much of how we feel better these days is put on ourselves. We have a responsibility to ourselves to look after ourselves and to do self-care. But here Jesus is saying, come to me and I will care for you. I will give you what you need. Are you weary? Are you burdened? This invitation is for all. Come to me, Jesus says, and I will give you rest for your soul. This rest that Jesus promises isn't just somewhere to lay down your weary head. It's so much more than that. It's an end to struggle. An end to striving. It's the cessation of war. It's biblical rest. The rest of Sabbath in the Hebrew Shabbat. It's rest and the sense of the world being fully ordered according to God's purposes and where the world can enjoy its full and complete Sabbath. All will be as God intended it to be. All will be as God created it to be. All will be well. It's that message of God looking on everything at the end of six days of creating and it being good. And so God rested. In this promise of rest, Jesus promises life under God's reign in a new world. A new kingdom, God's kingdom, in which, which Jesus is bringing into being. In this invitation, Jesus isn't welcoming us into a life of ease, 
After all, following Jesus is full of risks and challenges. Rather in this promise are the echoes of what God promised to Moses in the wilderness. In Exodus 33, 14, where it says, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. This invitation, this promise of come to me and find rest and I will give you rest, is a blessing. This is what's promised in the Beatitudes, just a few chapters earlier in Matthew's Gospel. This is the promise of a life with God. A life of freedom rather than a life of slavery. Freedom from the burdens of sin and the need to prove ourselves. Freedom to rest deeply and securely in God's grace. In this invitation, Jesus invites us not just to follow, but to come to him. To enter into relationship with him. Take on his yoke, his teachings, his example, so that we might find that total and complete and utter rest, the kind of rest which restores our soul. Are you weary? Tired? Are you heavy laden, carrying heavy burdens? then hear Jesus' invitation to come, to come to him and to know the rest and peace that only he can give. The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. He makes me me by the still, still waters. His goodness restores my soul, and I will trust in you. And I will trust in you. Your endless love.
to find the right words maybe because there just aren't any when the clouds are heavy and the storm seems to be lasting forever when night is dark and the morning is long in coming when new restrictions are brought in the longing for company and companionship becomes heavy again May we know that you are in the midst of it all. In the beginnings and the endings. Days and nights. Moments that dance in our memories and weave themselves into the fabric of our existence. Intuitive compassion that calls the conscience to attention. Empathy that extends our sense of self to the global body and a justice that reconciles itself beyond right and wrong. A you and me that does not recognise a them and us. There is only the unity of us, together as one church, from God and to each other. Thanks be, and God let it be, May we be ears that listen, even when there are no words. Hands that hold gently and set to work alongside. Ones that don't push others out of the way, but clear a space. Loving God, reassure, 
reassure those of us who doubt, who are not sure, and who can still be surprised. The ones who have loved enough to know what loss feels like. Loving God, may you and we surround those who do not have the luxury of taking things for granted anymore. The ones who cannot fall apart because they have to keep it together for everyone else. Loving God, the God of the forgotten, the unemployed, the unimpressive, the underrepresented, the ones for whom life is hard. For Jesus chose to surround himself with people like you. With the love of God, the grace-filled work of Jesus and the comforting challenge and company of the Holy Spirit, let us join together in the words Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Vary. That's us for this week. Next week, we're hoping that we're able to do things a little bit differently. There'll be more information about that online during the week. But our hope at the moment is, unless regulations change, that we will be able to meet at uh, Bowmain's Farm in the farmyard. It'll be a drive-through service and we will celebrate harvest. There'll be an invitation to bring goods which we'll be able to use for the food pantry. So any dried goods, uh, tins, um, packets, anything at all that offers those that were helping through the pantry, families and individuals, help with food would be very much appreciated. Not just food, toiletries are fine as well, nappies, um, you name it, we're happy to take it. And so that's an invitation next week. If you are able to join us in Bowmain's farmyard in your car, it's a drive-through, a drive-in service. All of it will be enjoyed from the comfort of your car. And we are hoping that it will be dry and we can have windows down and we can share fellowship with one another in that way. We're still sorting out all the finer details of it, but we'll meet there at quarter to 11 next Sunday in the farmyard. And I hope that as many of you as possible can join. There probably will be a booking system for it and that we'll announce that online or by email during the week if you want to, to book up for that just so that we know how many numbers we're expecting. Uh, and there'll be probably a, a, a limit put on the number of cars that we can have there. So booking is essential for that. And uh, it will be a case of first come, first serve. There's no limit, obviously, to how many people you can have in your car. If you have an eight-seater, then great. If you have eight people in your household, 
you're welcome to bring them. If you have a four-seater, then obviously you're limited to being able to have four people in your car, again, from your household. Uh, and we look forward to having as many people as we can with us next week. It's a joy, as always, to share worship. And I'm looking forward just to being able to, to do that differently next week and to share with one another. And so there won't be an afternoon service in the church next week. We will gather all together uh, in the morning and there won't be a recorded service next week. Instead, what we'll do is we will put that service out live, hopefully, from Robert's Farmyard as we broadcast that. If for any reason the regulations change this week and we're not able to gather in person, that service will still be broadcast from Robert's Farmyard next week and we'll just do it without the cars and everybody present. So look forward to that next week. As you go from this moment though, let's go with a blessing so that we know that God goes with us in every aspect of the week ahead. May you know God's presence. May you know his rest. May you know the lightness of his load. May God take the cares from your shoulders. May God take the worries from your thoughts. May God take the weariness from your step. And as you go, may you know the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, lifting you up and carrying you. Not just today, not just tomorrow, but each and every tomorrow until the end of time. Amen. To Moses and to Israel, he showed his righteousness. His justice shall be shown as well. His justice shall be shown as well. His justice shall be shown as well. To all who are
Oh, oh, oh.